Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Hey, what's up, champions? Welcome to Growth Mode. I'm your host, Donnie Bovine, and I'm the CEO and founder of Success Champions. I've spent over 20 years in the sales and business development game, and I've spent that entire time learning how to sell better and learning how to scale and grow a business. Hanging out with me, as always, is my buddy, Kevin Snow, a sales and automation absolute genius. This guy is a wizard behind the scenes making all the sales just freaking rock like you want. Want them to. Uh, on this show, we talk and debate all things business, sales, growth, you name it, we're all over it. Uh, on this episode, Kevin, what the heck are we talking about? Hey, Donnie. Hi, everyone. So, with the whole Success Champions networking thing, it's really kind of fun because we get to talk to a ton of business owners all over the country. And one of the things I've been hearing lately from people as we're going through and doing the different trainings and coaching sessions and stuff with them is that they're not talking to the quality and level of, of prospects that they're supposed to be. And they're talking at a lower level than where they actually need to be targeting. So today I want to talk about why, why does talking to the right people scare the shit out of some salespeople? Yeah, it's 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 funny. I go back to when I was first coming up in the sales game, you know, and as a as, as a young kid, success for me was older guys, suits, skyscrapers, you know, and you were an asshole, right? That that's that's what success looked like for me because that's what I knew. Right? J.R. Ewing. Yeah, J.R. Ewing. You, you well, wanted that, to be J.R. Ewing. Right, right. I mean, because well, that was my grandfather and my uncle. Um, both very wealthy, very successful guys, but complete assholes and hated everything about my blue collar country. I didn't hate me. They love me. I, I shouldn't put it that harsh, but they, they didn't like the grassroots blue collar, you know, life that my family was growing up in. And, and, but that's all I knew as, as, as success. But because those guys were so cold and standoffish and I didn't have any interactions with them, mm -hmm. um, 
I was always intimidated by them growing up. So coming up in this sales game, these old gray hair people, I really struggled with, you know, being able to walk up and be myself in that room. And it showed up a lot in business. It showed up a lot, you know, in board meetings and things. And, and I would almost clam up and be a different person because every time I talked to them, I could picture them as my grandfather or my uncle judging the shit out of me as I wasn't good enough to be in the room with them. And I think for a lot of people, there's something like that playing in their head oftentimes of when they're trying to talk to the right people, they're trying to interact with the right people, that there's this there's this voice or this record playing in the back of their head um, psychologically, they call it tapes, these tapes playing in the back of their head that is is popping up and making them revisit a time in their life where that type of individual or something rejected them, and now that's coming to the forefront. Um, and I think that's what keeps a lot of people from proactively making the move to go talk to the people they need to, to talk to. I, I totally agree with that, but I think there's another side of that as well, and especially for entrepreneurs. You're not and, allowed to have another side. This is yes, all about me, Kevin. That's Look a whole it. nother topic. I got him topic. now. <laughs> no, that's, that's just a whole other show, and it's going to be why it's not all about Donnie. <laughs> but I, I think part of it is, especially for me, because I didn't grow up with that whole idea of, of being judged because of my background and, you know, because I'm country, because I didn't have the, the rich suit and tie aunts and uncles uh, in my life. For me, it was much more the uh, imposter syndrome. And I think that is really key, especially for entrepreneurs that are still in that growth stage and still kind of trying to figure out exactly how they're doing stuff, is that they don't think they're actually, you know, should be talking to those people. And it's really in their head that, well, I'm not good enough to be able to provide what I do to those people. Well, I mean, I can see that. I, I you know, I, I hear it often from young. So, like, I was interviewed yesterday on a guy's podcast. He was 20-year-old, you know, sales guy coming up in a game, figuring it out. And he's using podcasting to grow his, his sales, which is fucking genius. Um, but... You know, he even said it a couple of times while we were talking is, you know, most people see me as a 20 year old kid. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you keep fucking saying you're a 20 year old kid. You know, um, so I think there's 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 a lot to that imposter. Um, and it's I'm not good enough or I'm a girl in a man's world. I'm a, I'm a, a you know, too young. I'm a geek. I'm, I'm whatever. There's there's this series of tapes playing out in different regards that is making people second guess and or judge themselves. Here's what's fascinating for me um, on this, and I spend more and more time because I really wanna wrap my head why so many people struggle with rejection. And I'm using myself as a case study because early on, I, I mean, I really, really struggled with rejection. I, I hated you know, not fitting in. I hated not being part of the crowd. I, I hated not knowing what to say at the right moment or feeling like I could be a part of a conversation, kind of the imposter syndrome stuff. And it's fascinating. Um, first, I, I was looking at this as um, people struggle so much from rejection because they're just judgmental assholes. And I think a lot of times, I, I, I know me, I look at people sometimes and be like, fuck, look at that dude, <laughs> right? Or fuck, that dude totally geeks out on Star Wars. 
why would anybody do that? Right. And then now I'm like, these guys are the biggest geek. I'm busting your chops. But, you know, Kevin's wearing a Star Wars shirt today, if you guys can't see. But, but you know, it, it because I was so judgmental and I was thinking these negative thoughts about other people, I was always worried that they were going to be saying negative shit about me. The other portion of that that, that was has been fascinating for me is I grew up wanting attaboys. I wanted people to say, damn, Donnie, you're good. Damn, this is awesome. Damn, this has been a tremendous value. And because I needed those in my life, because I needed all these attaboys and these accolades and everything else, when I didn't get those, I didn't feel worthy in the moment. So I think that's part of this whole idea of imposter syndrome is if we're not getting some internal need met, then we start second guessing, should we show up in the room? Yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's a, a big part of it is the how are you getting your um, I had a really big word in my head and it's now just a well, if you said away. a big word, I, I wouldn't have known that anyway. <laughs> what, so, so what is that word? You know, how are you getting your uh, not your accolades, but how are you getting um, propped up? How are you being? How I don't know what I want to say anymore. God dang it! <laughs> That's a great thought, I'm, Kevin. Yeah, right? I know. I'm going to go to synonym.com and type it in and figure out the word. But it's yeah. um, how you, you know. It's how you met, know. But... Well, it's how you get your needs met, but how you know that you're. You know, it's how you're validated. being told that you're validated. Thank you. That that's the word. Your Holy validation. Hell, thank you. Oh so my god. So it's been yeah. validation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna drink some more coffee. <laughs> but to his point, I'm gonna bail him out. No. <laughs> but, but that's it. Is it, how your validation. We'll go with Kevin's word that he couldn't say. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna call him validation for the rest of the day. But but your validation needs to become internally versus externally. And when you need to be externally validated, that's when you're going to get yourself in trouble. Because um, when you need somebody else to prop you up, I'm just going to use all the words you were trying to use, um, <laughs> prop you up, then, then you know, you're going to always struggle with this idea that, this person is not going to validate me. So therefore I can't walk across the room and say, hi, I can't send that DM. I can't t say, you know, send them a private message on a zoom call. I can't make the move to get into the right conversations because it won't validate my existence. Yep. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Well, that, that's totally what I was trying to say. Thank you. <laughs> Now everyone's going to understanding a little bit about my life and what I have to put up with. So it's, it is, it is totally a validation thing with a lot of people, especially if you are the more on the introverted side of the spectrum and being able to have hearing other people tell you that, you know, you, you, that was kick ass. We're so happy you did all that. Uh, but even for people that are, are you know outgoing and don't need as much external validation they still like the validation oh yeah oh yeah so i mean i like being told hey hey donnie this is awesome you've changed my life you know yep. I, I i like hearing that i don't need it 
as much as I used to. That, that was a, that was a <laughs> cool out loud thought that actually came out of my mouth. Um, I was like, yep. <laughs> you know, but, but that's the truth is, is, you know, but if you rely on that validation, that's where you're going to get in trouble. And that's where you're going to get handed to you and not be able to grow your business and as an individual is if that validation is something that has to be there for you to move forward in life. So I want to shift the conversation a bit while we still have a little bit of time because I think part of the fear for, especially for businesses that are in a growth and are expanding and trying to move up market, uh, part of the hesitancy for touching and reaching out those uh, bigger clients, bigger prospects, you know, going to CEOs of larger firms is fear of failure. But I think it's really key, especially for those businesses that you are looking at. All right, so who am I going to, can I talk to that if I fail, I get something out of it? Because that failures could easily be what drives you to that next growth spurt. Yeah. And shows you where that gap is that you didn't know. So that you can fix it and actually start servicing those larger clients and those bigger people that you were afraid to reach out to before. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, I was actually looking up the trying. Oh, Peter Dinklage. So um, uh, I, I had to type in Tyrion Lannister to figure out what his name. <laughs> See, I could have gave you that name. <laughs> you can't say validate, but you could say Peter Dinklage. I know right? Peter Dinklage, <laughs> but but you he's know, your brother's hero. <laughs> no, the huge thing, huge thing about why I bring up Peter Dinklage is if you haven't gone to YouTube and watched Peter Dinklage commencement speech that he did for his old school, yep. you really only need to skip to the last like minute of that speech for the portion I'm talking about. But he was the first one to ever say a statement to me that just made tremendous sense in my life. And what he said was fail, fail again fail better. And that whole thought process for me of fail better was an amazing light bulb moment because what it really taught me was that failure is a absolute amazing and good thing as long as you're learning to fail better. You're learning to step up and do something to learn from that failure by taking a risk, by doing something that allows you to really move forward in your life. Is that what you were trying to get to, bud? Well, yeah, I think that's huge because that's really become a driving principle in success champions with everything that we're working on and building. And we we fall on our faces on a regular basis trying stuff out and just testing things. Oh, shit. And we're a year into this thing, and we've learned so much <laughs> in this year of building this fucking thing out. Um, you know, uh, you know, Kevin laughs at me all the time because you'll hear me constantly say I'm not a process guy. I'm not a system guy. And I'm learning more and more, Kevin. <laughs> I have more processes and systems. Fuck you very much. Um, but, uh, uh, we're, you know, we're getting there. And, and, but I think that's the whole point is we have a mantra, mantra, motto. I, I'm catching Kevin's can't talk ability, but we have a, you know, a motto in the company is let's go break some shit, you know, and let's go start something new. Let's go learn from it. Let's fail forward and have some fun, you know, figuring out how to do whatever we're trying to do just a hell of a lot better. Yeah. So 
as always, guys, um, if you got any value out of this show, one tip, trick, something that you can apply to your business, your life, do us a favor and teach somebody how to subscribe to whatever platform they listen to on podcasts. Those subscriptions, they mean the absolute world for us. So thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll catch you next go-around. See ya. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.